Hello, everyone, and welcome to Theme Park Workshop, the podcast, episode 24, and happy Halloween. This is out now on Halloween, and of course, we're talking about the spooky, and by we, I mean me. My name's Adam, and we've also got... Hello, my name's Kelly, or Killer Kel. Hey, this is Bella, aka Flynn Rider's Nose. And if you've been listening to the show anytime lately, you know we talk about Halloween events quite a bit this season in season three we've talked about horror nights at the wazoo uh last week kelly gave us the big rundown on oogie boogie bash uh if you haven't listened to that episode i know it's halloween so i mean unless you're making that last minute flight to california you probably won't make it but it'll help you get hyped for next year and look up some videos and all that so make sure you give that a listen it's really great and today we're talking about the other chilling haunts of central florida uh we've got sir henry's haunted trail and Hello Scream Tampa, Hello Scream Orlando, and on our Patreon, uh, we're doing an ex- uh, a bonus segment on Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party and some other fun things. So if you want to join our Patreon, find us at Patreon.com/ThemeParkWorkshop, and I'll give a little shout out to our current patrons, uh, Jonathan Edward and Landon Kanoki. Thank you so much for supporting us, and I hope you enjoy that stuff. But before we get into the haunted houses and to these haunted events we've got something wonderful uh some might even call it a dream announcement phantasmic as we know is coming back real soon november 2nd is the preview and november 3rd is when it officially returns and it's coming back with some new stuff to get into the specifics there's going to be some new segments in phantasmic uh we are going to experience moana frozen 2 mulan aladdin pocahontas Beauty and the Beast, The Little Mermaid, and The Lion King. So there are some changes from the previous show. I think that's the biggest change. Uh, I don't know, Kelly or Bella, if you saw any other changes on there. But if not, what do you think about these new films being featured? I'm so so excited. (laughs) We're at the same time just saying the same thing. I'm so excited. Well, so I am going to, so um, unfortunately my main news source is Twitter and um, I assume people on Twitter are talking about this, but I've just been flooded with Taylor Swift. Um, So I did not even realize (laughs) that I will be there opening weekend and I am definitely going to see this on Saturday the 5th. So I'm super excited for that. If anyone's going to be there, let us know on Twitter and uh, say hello and let me know which showing you're going to, but I'm super excited about it. I have only seen Fantasmic once because apparently I'm a terrible Disney fan. <laughs> so well, I know my husband loves the show. So we will definitely be there on Saturday. You're not as bad as me, Kelly. I'm a I'm I'm hosting a theme park show. I've done it for since 2019 and I've never once seen Phantasmic in person. What? Bella's in shock. This is my Joker. Like Phantasmic <laughs> is my Joker. Like I don't think anyone ever understands how much I love Phantasmic. I would literally go in 2019 I'd go to Magic Kingdom all day. I'd see the last casual show. I'd take a bus over to Hollywood Studios, get there at like maybe six-ish. Fantasmic doesn't start until like nine. Keep that in mind. I would go. I would go get either chicken nuggets and a Powerade to go in a little to-go box, or I would go to Woody's Lunchbox and get a grilled cheese, and I'd go sit outside Fantasmic and just wait. And I'd be like the first one in on the benches and I'd have my own specific spot, the little bench all the way to the right where the boat comes out first. And I would see it every night. This, oh, I love Fantasmic. I love Fantasmic. So I am incredi- incredibly excited. I will be there 
all of opening weekend. I will be camping out all day. I will be that crazy person. Um, I will be the one screaming, crying, throwing up, shaking, ripping my hair out. Like, you know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, and like Kelly said, if um, you guys are going opening weekend, let us know. We would love to see you and talk about Fantasmic and anything. I was so excited. That's it. <laughs> now, even though I've never seen the show, it's one of the nighttime shows I've wanted to see the most ever since hearing about it. It's just when I went to Disney as a kid, we were kind of all checked out by like seven o'clock. And it's like, we're not staying until the end when traffic's going to be the worst. True. But I have a personal belief that nighttime shows are like the thesis statement of a theme park it helps tie everything in together and i'd love to see how it all ties in with phantasmic and especially with these new songs uh these new segments moana i think is one of the best disney movies frozen 2 you know some days might be my personal favorite i like it more than the first because of the songs uh Mm -hmm. into the unknown show yourself especially which i saw people tweeting show yourself in phantasmic show yourself in phantasmic and if that's the case I will be joining Bella in the shaking, crying, throwing up, um, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not a fan of the Pocahontas movie, but Colors of the Wind is a good good little tune. So I guess I, I thought that was going to be uh, deleted, but I guess uh, it survived. <laughs> <laughs> but yep. yeah, no, I'm excited to see the show eventually. Like I am going to commit to seeing this new version at some point in time in the not so distant future. I'm so- not a Disney song, but um, it sounds like a banging tune. <laughs> I cannot wait. Um we will definitely have a at least a phantasmic segment, maybe a phantasmic episode. I don't yes. know. It's going to be yeah. very fun. I'm excited for that. Immediately, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Ugh. All right. Well, with the not so scary out of the way, well, not not the not so scary <laughs> event that comes later <laughs> on the Patreon. <laughs> But um, <laughs> I get a grin again. <laughs> Film is a weapon. They're coming for you, Barbara. I will keep these lights up until the day I die. I think there's a chance that we'll still out there. The caretaker is here. <laughs> we're going to move into the scary stuff so as i said at the beginning of this uh episode we experienced sir henry's haunted trail hallow scream tampa and hallow scream orlando between the three of us so to start uh sir henry's haunted trail i did and kelly you did correct i did yep so bella any questions that you may have let us know so like i'm what is it because like i know like trails so i'm assuming they're not really houses they're like trails which seems scarier to me for some reason i that just seems scarier and then i'm looking at your show notes and there's laser tag question mark kind of there is <laughs> we will we'll get into that so <laughs> i can kind of go over a quick like overview of it so basically you you roll up to the event you park and you go inside and there is like a 
I don't know, kind of like a like an open area where there's a couple of little food carts and then there's a couple of little shops like where they have merchandise and they have like um like salsas and and jams and things like that, that they saw also. And there's a bunch of characters that are walking around that are either from the trails or just Sir Henry characters. And then there's three trails total and it's kind of like a mix between a house and like an just a full-on trail because there are portions that are built up sometimes there's an open roof sometimes there's not so it is still kind of like you're going on a haunted house and then um there's like portions that are completely outside as well with trees that may or may not have set pieces um in certain areas of it and then there are two escape rooms which are really quick i think they're both only two minutes i did both of oh, those it's so it's so short it's, it's really yeah. short yeah but almost keep- impossible <laughs> <laughs> it is almost impossible but to keep people like going through them and then there's a little laser tag as well but it's it's a really cool event and I feel like I've been going since 2020 oh, no. uh, and it has grown a lot in the past couple of years yeah for me this definitely rivals like some of the bigger names uh in local or in Orlando Tampa Central Florida horror um because the creativity uh is like on par i think with something like horror nights i think one of the houses actually rivals a certain horror nights house um Ooh. i'll get into that later but yeah as kelly was saying some trails do go outside some have like the coverings um and uh all the lines in the trails are like actually performed it's a live performance aspect as opposed to like triggers and stuff like that which i think is kind of like hello scream hello scream has the triggers but they also have the live lines and stuff right mm-hmm. um, it's fantastic how they do that like the actors are phenomenal they really are and oh one thing about sir henry's that i found different than any other event i've been to is they actually tell you the order in which to do the trails so mm. when you go to pick up your ticket and by the way this is a very indie haunt like it literally there's a house <laughs> there's a house in the entrance so this is like in some guy's neighbor or neighborhood like backyard mm-hmm. uh it feels i don't know if that's the owner who lives there and it's just some house and he's letting them you know set up shop but like it feels very local but then you get into the deeper things like into the houses and see the production design or you read their mythology because they keep up with their mythology and they publish it as a book so like they're really into to all of that jazz but yeah um the trails go inside outside uh it's live it's intimate like it's but it's got some really solid production design. Uh, now we've been talking about the trails, so I'll go ahead and describe the storylines and some of the things behind the trails. Uh, Kelly, do you have something else? Yeah, one thing I wanted to mention really quick that I think is interesting is because I was just thinking about it and I was like, have I really only been going for those three years? But I've been to several events because they also do, almost every year, they do a Valentine's Day event. Mm-hmm. that's just Valentine's Day weekend where it's Uh, I don't remember if it's two or three haunted trails normally, but they're like Valentine's themed or love themed. Like, I think it was like love, I don't know, love kills or something like that. Like very like spooky Valentine's day. And then last year they did a Christmas themed haunt as well, which was so good. And they're like actually super scary. So it's kind of cool to get that haunt fix like outside of the season. So if y'all want to check that out this year and next year, I'm so down Um, But I think they do a good job of just like having seasonal things like that outside of Halloween season. That is really cool. I think it's really unique because most people like think of like horror and they're immediately like, oh, Hallow Scream, oh, Halloween Horror Nights. But like you could make a horror event and to like theme it around pretty much anything. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really unique and it's really cool for like maybe some people weren't able to go 
during Halloween and we're able to go to like certain events. So like they kind of have them like periodically throughout the year. I think it's really cool and really unique. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually going to wait until one of the seasonal events because I already got an all in on Horror Nights. I'm like, I'll just make this my haunt for October and then I'll just do Sir Henry's later. But then like with friends, I'm like, oh, have you heard of this? It seems really fun. It's like, all right, let's do it. I'm like, I guess we're doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Actually had me do it uh, this this year. I'm so glad I did go. Uh, So there are three trails. And as I said earlier, they assign you which one you go to when you enter. The first house that we did, or that I did, I don't know about you, Kelly, was Headless, which is their Headless Horseman house. And the storyline that they gave out was a revolutionary war general famous for beheading his victims, buried treasure somewhere in the town. Many years later, some treasure hunters get too close to finding his secret fortune. So the Headless Ghost of the War General has come back to collect the heads of all who seek his treasure. How much are these treasure seekers willing to sacrifice for the fortune? That's the storyline for that. Uh, then they had a second house that was more old Hollywood themed, uh, which I really liked, was Final Cut. A newly famous actress purchases a beautiful mansion in which the previous owner committed suicide. Um, but notes to the actress, the spirit of the dead woman resides inside a statue in the mansion. On the night of her big premiere, the spirit decides to wreak havoc out of jealousy for never being able to reach fame in her own life. For fame can have a deadly price. Uh, that's the description they gave us. And then the final house, which is actually at the front of the, the trail, uh, in front of the park, is Rapture of the Deep, which is like an underwater sea-themed, sea village house, or trail. The town of Portsmouth or yeah, struck a deal many years ago with a powerful sea witch. If they make a yearly sacrifice to her, she will keep the winds and the waves favorable to them. But after the events with Captain Jonah, the yearly sacrifice was neglected. Now the sea witch, along with her minions, vow to put the town of Portsmouth in the bottom of the ocean. A covenant broken must receive the due punishment. Um, I don't know if I picked up the headless storyline quite as much as I did uh, the final cut and Rapture of the Deep Ones, uh, which ironically, or not, fittingly rather, uh, those two end up being my favorite of the trails. But another interesting thing about Sir Henry's that I think some audience will, will like, and I think they're not super upfront about the fact that they're actually a christian event Mm -hmm. um so on if you go on their website uh it'll actually have like bible verses all over it uh or like in certain sections and each house is actually based on a bible passage oh now that i I can see it i see it with especially the last one yeah so like rapture of the deep captain jonah yeah see i think that's like them being cheeky but it's actually based on like for the wages of sin is death but the free gift of god is eternal life oh. like they actually put it on the on the cards that's how i know this they put it on the cards that they give out about the storylines and stuff and then final cut is based on first uh, john 2 16 it says and headless horseman is like don't lay up treasures for yourself on earth where moth and rust and destroy and where thieves break in and steal because that's about treasure hunting and Final Cut was about, um, you know, desire and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, very good for a, apparently a Christian event to not, you know, make all their haunted houses about like hell and the uh, rapture. And you know, like Hell Knight. Wow. Do you remember yeah. Hell Knight? Oh, oh how can I forget Hell Knight? I only went one and a half or half a time. So, but it was all it over. It sounds the- traumatizing. <laughs> it was. Um, so I'm, I'm not a religious person. I knew that there was a religious event because I saw that they had, um, the Bible verses on the website and on some of their, um, stuff, but I didn't know that it was based on passages of the Bible. And I think that's interesting that they can have an event where, um, 
like they can incorporate that because it's important to them and it is important to some of the people that go there but Mm -hmm. that for me like it didn't it didn't affect my like experience at all like I didn't even notice but it's like a cool I think it's really cool that they do that because now I'm like oh like I don't know anything about the bible really but I'm like oh I could like like look it up and like see what this is about and kind of relate it I don't know I just think it's so interesting when people do things like that where they I mean I was gonna say relating to literature it is it is literature but like something like that where it's relating to something else I just think that's interesting so thank you for sharing that that's so cool that is fascinating because most of the time I think that yeah no because my old church not name dropping um (laughs) but they like their youth program just like posted this whole thing about like Halloween is like bad and like stay away from these things on Halloween and like it's like everything that Halloween is so like which is like if Christians want to uphold those that is perfectly fine go for it live your best life slay but it's just like fascinating that an event that's really popular Mm -hmm. like I didn't even I didn't know that it was a Christian event most people I don't think no and I think that's really cool that they can do that and I I feel like it's like not only is it such a good event but it's such a good Halloween event that embodies so much of Halloween in a way that also like um you know relates to their religion and and is you know because like you said a lot of people um don't like Halloween and and think of it as a a non-religious holiday like that it's you know or against their religion and so the fact that they're tying their religion into this very fantastic Halloween event I just think that's really cool and they double down and triple down on it because they do the seasonal stuff too they do yeah that's awesome interesting that's so cool And and it's done with the passion of like actual horror fans like they're not there like you know people are you know halfway you know one half of i4 likes this halloween event and the other half of i4 likes this halloween event why don't we cash in on that and you know proselytize that way it's more no we love horror and i think uh, charles gray on his twitter says he's a christian too and he leads halloween horror nights now um it's like no we're fans of horror and we can relate this in any way we can um let's do it and it's done with like excellent production design creative scares scary characters like they go all out and um you know it's it's bloody it's scary it's all all of these things um so i think that's pretty it's not a pure flicks movie of a of an event you know it's not it's not judgment house (laughs) don't even bring up judgment house oh oh my god oh my god it's scary too like it's i honestly think that some of these trails that i've been in um, so the first time I went was during 2020 when, and it was one of the only events that were open or at least at kind of more of a, not full capacity as in people, but like, you know, they had like more of a fuller event. Everyone was wearing masks and they do stay. Um, I, I don't remember how many feet away from you, if it was like six feet or if it was not quite six, but, um, like it was one of the scariest things I had ever done. I went with just one friend of myself and we hadn't talked about this yet, but kind of like at hollow scream, um, they will separate you into groups, unlike Halloween Horror Nights. So you're in just your group. So it was just me mm-hmm. and my one friend. Um, this year, I brought more friends because I was scared. And <laughs> um, it's so it was like, I don't know, even though they couldn't get that close, they were still like, you know, they'll they'll follow you in certain areas. And it's just very haunting. Like the fact that they can like make that work in an event like that. That's what made me go, OK, 
I need to come back when they're at fuller capacity, you know, once this starts to improve and, and things like that. And, and wow, they really knocked it out of the park this year. I think this has been the best event yet. And I've been to like six of their events, I think, or five. Mm -hmm. Um, what was your favorite trail, Adam? My favorite trail was Rapture of the Deep, which okay, uh, yeah. for Halloween Horror Nights fans, that's kind of their equivalent of Deadman's Pier. Um, yeah. And, you know, with that one, what blew me away wasn't just the big mechanical fish at the end that oh, swings so down good. and almost hits you in the face. It's the smells that they had throughout the trail, inside and outside. Um you know, and then they had towards the end, you know, if you want to talk about spectacle, they had a, a bridge, like a moving bridge that yes. you're on it and you're walking and it's actually shaking you and shaking you and stuff as like a almost a grand finale kind of thing. It's yes. so intense. And the 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 boo holes were in creative places. I thought the storyline came across really clearly in that one too. Uh over at Headless, the op over there, she was saying, like, oh, I think Headless is the scariest one. Final Cut is like, it's scary and it's atmospheric. And Rapture of the Deep, well, it's not not scary. It's definitely more about the atmosphere than anything else. But I thought Rapture of the Deep, it had the atmosphere in like spades. It had the scares. It had the scariest scares. I think next to Final Cut, actually. And it had a really solidly told storyline. Um, and that's one that we did twice. And our second run was like with 10 minutes left in the event. We basically closed the house. And so... We're walking through a scene and then a scare to go Bleh! and then we keep on going. And then someone in my party looked back and was like, they're following us. They're following yes. us. And That's as we kept on going, they part. like crossed over, like they follow us for like three scenes. It was yep. insanity. Um, <laughs> and then the sea witch came out at one point and she's like, you didn't pay the sacrifice get them you know basically and stuff and at one point there's probably like eight monsters trailing us and it was Absolutely terrifying not. and it was so fun we were laughing we were screaming and like i don't think i scream a lot in the events anymore um definitely that the first two times i was screaming and i was swearing but uh you know back in 2019 <laughs> when i was first introduced to scares but now i just kind of like i jump sometimes and maybe i'll like i'll, I'll mostly smile this time like because they can get so intimate and so close and and all that, and they can do these funky things. Uh, I was definitely spooked <laughs> quite a bit. It's Dang. scary. It's really scary. So I liked Rapture of the Deep a lot. I loved that scene with the bridge because there was somebody like grabbing at our ankles when we did it. And it was really, oh, you no. know, they can't touch you. They can't touch you, yeah. just to be clear, because um, we didn't talk about that. But, you know, it feels like they can, you know, it feels like they're going to in your, in your brain. It's just so good. My favorite was actually the final cut because mm. I love... Um, like an atmospheric house or trail in this case. And so there were a lot of scenes where it was very like interactive, like they're talking to you a lot. Um, and like they're, you know, they'll ask you questions and it's like, it feels like you're going through like scenes and, and it's just really well done. And they're asking like, you know, oh, are you going to make the cut and all these things? And it's fun. But you what I liked the, the most final cut. <laughs> yes. Cause I have. <laughs> yes. Yes so good and the the dialogue was good but my favorite part of it well okay it wasn't my favorite when I was going through it but there's a scene I think it was this one with the closet right was this house yes yes it's like pitch black and you're in a closet and like literally the clothes are so close that they're touching you like you're no. walking through and it lasted longer than I could handle it was scary yeah. and, and it was dark people, too 
in the clothes and they can't touch you and obviously you can't touch them but they are just so they are as close as they can possibly be without touching you (laughs) it was so scary and I was like oh my god but just the um the atmosphere I feel like in that whole event as a whole is like that they follow you I will not go in the back at Sir Henry's because I'm like nope it's too scary I can't have them like trailing behind you and they can get so close oh but that back is actually the scariest place at Sir Henry's I agree completely I'm like a baby I usually don't go first I do with that one it's scary um headless was good too I see it was both of our least favorite because I loved rapture of the deep also but it was the one I did second um and it was very solid it just the I didn't like you said I didn't get the theming from going in there and not knowing the story beforehand and now that I know it I'm like oh okay that's cool but that headless horseman on the horse Mm -hmm. was fantastic like the one going throughout the event yeah and then when I did it they were in the trail as well oh yeah there was a live horse in there Mm -hmm. yeah it was really cool and then there was I think there was also a (laughs) what a not real horse as well yeah, the final headless horseman yes. is just a strobe, and then a chainsaw mm-hmm. chases you out of there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess I'm not gonna go because we're chasing chainsaws. <laughs> well, Sorry, it's the best. Adam will go last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Adam. Yeah, it's no, all but good. it's it's. I, I I was I was the shield uh, when when we went, you know, because everyone thought the front was gonna be the scariest part. So actually, I went slowly, so I made them, you know. Put them in torture more so I could like get scared and and, and all that. <laughs> they did. I feel like they also do a really good job of scaring. So we had a group of like um, six people and I feel like they did a really good job of scaring all six of us in different ways. Like I, my friend and I were like, ah, we'll be safe in the middle. And we most definitely were not because there, right. you know, there would be people <sighs> that didn't quite come out yet and they would come out at us. And I think they knew that we were scared. So they were like, targeting us um but then there's the people that follow you and then of course if you're in the front you know you're going to get some of the first scares as well so yeah. it was just very well done that pitch black scene is going to haunt me forever i think it reminded me of the dark hallways at halloween horror nights but the closet oh. scene yes the closet yeah. scene yeah you if you thought if you thought the closet scene right? in halloween this year at hhm was scary it has nothing yeah. nothing on what sir henry's did in in um final cut yeah and I know that event opens at, I don't know if it's seven or seven 30, but it's not quite dark. I feel like you got to go when it's dark. If you actually like really want to get scared, because I feel like that scene wouldn't have been as impactful. It was like scarier than anything else I did, did this season. It was like really solid. Dang. Even, even bug house. It was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Landon, if you will, obviously you're listening. The bug house review by me is coming soon. <laughs> I know you were tweeting about it. Next episode. <laughs> But Landon's oh, actually God. the guy I went with uh, for for Sir Henry's. He and his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Aw. Hi, Landon. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Now, did you do the escape rooms? Yeah, we did both. Okay, we did um, too. Did yeah, I you forget what the Jack the Ripper one. Do you remember what the Jack the Ripper one was called? It's not um, on the website. I was trying to, and I took a picture, ooh, it's but it like came news out super blurry. Something. Is it like haunted with... headlines or something like that? Yes, I think it was haunted headlines or bloody headlines. Something like that. Yeah, I think it was. I don't know, bloody headlines, but um, did you get out of any of them? No. Me either. (laughs) 
so uh so yeah bella they've got escape rooms there uh one's called cavities which i wanted to mm. do because well i actually want to do the jack the ripper one first because i've got a special connection to newsies um even though it's not a newsies house i just saw headlines and newspapers then you and need I'm to like... see monster stomp <laughs> oh yeah. yes Ooh, I can't i'll that. have to pull up on youtube because i don't think i'm beginning to see world this year but um yeah so cavities was there uh i don't know candy horror yeah escape room and then jack the or haunted headlines you had to like jack the ripper's mystery was solved but the reporter died and you had to like try to find his proof or something like that mm -hmm. you only have like three to five minutes to do it and the clues are not i'm a little grumpy <laughs> they are not bad escape rooms are not bad um you know activities to do in the event especially for the price i think you pay like five extra bucks to do five them. extra bucks per like escape room and then the same thing with the laser tag is five extra dollars so yeah yeah so for um, the price it's not bad at all but I was definitely like grumpy because I'm like, well, we found like four of these things in cavities and you found two of the things in the Jack the Ripper escape room, but you didn't get any, any clues and, and, and puzzles and stuff. But they are doable. They are doable. Don't get me wrong. Um, but they are definitely a good thing to shake it up. Like, I'm I'm not mad that they have it. Like, I think yeah. um, if you go and you do it, you'll have a good time. I'm just mad I that say. I couldn't beat them. <laughs> Yeah, I, so I was super confident when I went to went into it because last year I think was the first time they did an escape room. I could be wrong, but at Christmas time they did it, and so I went to the Christmas one and I made it out with it was just me and one other person. And honestly, like you would think you want more people in there because more brains. I honestly think it's harder with more people because there's two. It's a small room. There's just too many people in there. So I did it with one other friend and we were searching around at Christmas and like three seconds before we would have gotten kicked out like we wouldn't have made it um we did make it and it was just we had all the clues but we had to do a code on the door mm -hmm. and we were just like it was not clicking and then we had to basically figure out what order the things came on because we had to find like stockings and we figured it out at the last second and we were like oh my gosh put it in put it in and we did it like like three seconds before we would have gotten locked you know told that we didn't pass so that was really cool because we had some scare actors that were like elves and they were like um outside of the house but they were like heckling us before we went in telling us they wouldn't make it because all the other people before us didn't oh, uh, not everyone the whole night but like the few people before us so that was fun that we got to heckle them back um when i did cavities we actually had scare actors in there when we first came in and then they left before the actual timer started um but they were kind of you know harassing us about it. it was the guy with the like pumpkin head and it was kind of his house oh, so it was okay. interesting he's like he was chilling in the chair while we went in there oh nice um when they were like getting it set up so that was cool but yeah um they're really fun and i think it's a cool thing but it's really quick and i know why they do that because they want everybody to be able to do it but it's it's tough and i do think with two probably maximum three people it's a little bit better i think two people was kind of perfect because you you know have more space but it's don't be like as confident as i was going into it. i was like oh of course we're gonna get it we got the last one <laughs> they were hard mm -hmm. <laughs> cavity's kind of had the same puzzle as uh the one you did during christmas where you had to find yes. the things and put the code in yes i don't even did. know how you're supposed to solve the jack the ripper one i kind of threw my hands up <laughs> yeah we found three of the four pieces but i don't I think we did too. i have no idea there are things like on the wall that you could tug on and 
I never figured out what those did. So maybe that's why I never found anything. <laughs> I was just like pulling on it. I was like, I don't know what this is for. But yeah, it was cool. Did you do the laser tag? I did. I did, did you? Too. Yeah. 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 That's right. it. <laughs> so um, they give you like these rifles, these laser tag rifles. Yeah. I said laser tag rifles. They're pretty much like, I don't know. I don't know my guns and fake guns very well um <laughs> but the, I don't I, so there's no teams it's a free-for-all and you have to shoot the front of your opponent's guns to get points and stuff and then you got a health bar so if you're really bad um then you can run out of lives and if you run out of lives you can't participate um you've also got to reload every so often and it was so dark like you hit the red thing on here i'm like i don't see any colors <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> um you know it's fun to do with friends uh yeah. we the three my group of three teamed up with a group of two because they're going to be all alone um and you know we ran around i ran around like a chicken with my head cut off because i can't aim because i'm like trying to shoot the gun but i i'm trying to sit down the receptacle but i don't shoot i don't I don't play with guns. I, I'm not used to that. I'm used to like, you know, Extreme Fun Center, which is a local <gasps> laser tag place. Fun Center. Oh my gosh. Okay. When are we going? I haven't been there in so long. I want to go play laser tag there. I love that laser tag. Yeah. Podcast trip. We're going. Who I'm wants down. to join us? <laughs> Films a podcast episode in the laser tag arena. <laughs> I said I have to play laser tag, in. but to record a, a podcast. No, we yeah, can do it. We can, get, we can get GoPros. And put them on our head oh and do like gosh. an act like a video podcast episode. Well, I guess it would just <laughs> stay be tuned, video. patrons. But... Just kidding. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? How many kills did you have, Adam? I have no idea. I didn't know how to read the gun. I didn't know how to shoot the gun. I didn't know how to reload. The... I had to run up to my friend. Land... I had to run up to land like Landon. How'd you refill the thing? And he said, "I pressed this right here." I'm like, "I thought I did too, but I'm glad. I'm glad I fixed it." Meanwhile, the you know the son and the father of you know the group of two, they're over there like, "Well, that's an easy shot." And so I just hear bing 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 ah coming oh, from the, my gun. <laughs> the screaming noises from the gun are very intense and dramatic. <laughs> oh um, my god. I'm going to say in this study of two that the guns were definitely broken and it's not that we are just bad at it because I had zero kills and like 20 deaths or something. I don't know how many deaths you're allowed to have. A lot. <laughs> um, We also had a group of three because three of the other people in our group didn't want to do it. So we had a group of three and then we were paired with a random couple and they kicked our butts apparently because none of us had any kills but we had many deaths. So I was like, well, I guess the two of them just <laughs> killed us a lot. Um, I liked it more in Christmas because they had a scare actor in there that was like a gingerbread man. Now, I don't know if he was in there all night, but he like, like was running around in there and it just kind of added an extra layer and they were playing like Christmas music and it was like like there were bright colors in there this was kind of more like dark and I don't remember if there was any music playing I, I, I could just hear so. I don't remember that I think I was just hearing my stress and anxiety first yeah not anxiety just people... stress because I'm not understanding the game <laughs> <laughs> and then I heard people screaming from the house that was next to it I think it was headless coming out I can't remember but yeah um it was I would probably do it again just because it's five dollars. Same thing with the yeah. escape rooms, but the trails were definitely my favorite part of the event overall. But... For sure, and the and the atmosphere like in the central area and the yes. hub because they had a cool. headless horseman walking like an actual horse, an actual man, sans head 
going around and i think he had a sword and then they had sir henry walking around they had original characters to like represent the different trails and then there's a guy who was puppeteering a monkey for some reason i'm not sure what that yeah. was about but i mean he was fun <laughs> it was cool and i bought some salsas from a little market there so yeah. i'll let you guys know how that was yeah but we need a food review yeah i'll give you a food review at the beginning of one of our future episodes probably by next episode because i'm sure i'll eat it by then but yeah, I mean, I just think it's a really solid event. And one of the main reasons I didn't mind buying the all of those three extra things, which totaled to $15 for, you know, several minutes worth of fun for each That's one. That's true, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I just like supporting these, you know, this event because I've heard very good things about the people that own it from like, you know, the Horror Nights people I follow on Twitter. And, and it's a local haunt and I just love local haunts because they're so like, I don't know, intimate and fun. And it feels like it's like, you know, for me, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't know how to put that, but I just think it's like nice versus like the giant crowds that are at some of the other events. So yeah. there were a lot of people though, when I went, but still didn't wait like crazy long for anything. And, and there are always scare actors running around and they'll like come up to you in the line and stuff. So they just do yeah. a really good job of keeping you entertained, even if you're not inside of something there. It's really cool. Yeah. Even like, like during the escape rooms, like we had a set time, but like some of the escape rooms kind of fell behind. Yes. Um. So I think there's probably like a 15 minute gap between like when we we're supposed to start and when we actually went in. And so we're standing in the line because we don't want to miss our time uh, when they finally let us through. And so they constantly had like the characters coming into the line to kind of keep us, you know, in the spirit. You know, like one thing I didn't like about a certain like some of the cues over at Horror Nights is that you're kind of detached from the horror and the atmosphere entirely. Mm -hmm that's not the case with sir henry's granted it's like a totally different setup but like I, I like that sir henry's does that where even if you're standing in line like yeah you can like look around and still appreciate the imagery but that's going to get old after a little bit of time so they have like some alien monsters go and make the you know you know kind of sound and stuff and you know sir henry's walking around seeing you know everything that he's he's created and and all that jazz so no they definitely keep the atmosphere alive throughout the house or throughout the event and in the houses and in the escape rooms and even the laser tag you know <laughs> like and it's probably one of the best values you can get for a haunt um for sure. like i think i think the base ticket's like what 30 something dollars mm -hmm. and if you get the unlimited which lets you do the trails however many times that's only ten dollars more add on you know these like five dollar activities like it still it still doesn't add up to like even like uh one of the more corporate events and stuff and as kelly was saying like the group is like really good and like there are all sorts of people who have worked with sir henry's and they're like no this is like one of the best events i'm so glad they're passionate about it um and they're good people and they're a quality event and there's some other local haunts um with, with big billboards that have alleged sketch just all about them um i did uh have a friend ask me if i wanted to go to that event that you're referring to and i was like mm. absolutely not and here's why we should not so yeah, yeah never, no i never, never i suggested this event instead and they were very happy about it so um yeah this is a good event to support and uh you know apparently if religion is important to you that's something cool that you can look forward to with this event as well if that's something you want to you know i didn't realize they would put bible verses with each of the trails so maybe you could look at that um paperwork that they have to see that and i don't know i just think that's a cool thing as well so definitely think that everyone should 
take a look at their, um, I follow them on Instagram to keep informed, but their other events throughout the year are definitely something to look forward to as well, especially if you're looking for that kind of haunt feel in other times of the year, like I am always doing. (laughs) Yeah. And they're active on Twitter too. Like they retweet every time someone goes and posts about it, they're going to retweet that. Um, They interact. Like someone joked that one of the molds uh, at Horror Nights looks like Sir Henry. And they said, I mean, that's not us. We think we got things better. Just saying, you know, (laughs) things like that. So I'm glad we're getting some representation, but the full thing, the big, you know, the real thing's actually better. And you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So speaking of corporate events, (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) which one do we want to start with? I'd be down to start with Orlando. Yeah, because we've been talking a lot. So let's let you talk a lot. That's the only one I've done. Um, so it's basically the same thing as last year. They have a couple of houses. They have Siren of the Seas, um, Blood Beckoning, Dead Vines, Root of All Evil, Captain's Revenge, Drowned in Darkness. Did I do that one? I think I did. And then Beneath the Ice. The only one I didn't do is Beneath the Ice. Um, just because that one is just like so scary. I've seen it in videos. I did it last year. And these houses are very long oh drowned in darkness is captain revenge got it sorry <laughs> that's bad that's bad show notes on my part i was doing it on my phone and i think i think um uh enter key happened somewhere no you're good you're good i thought that was the case but i wasn't sure so i wasn't Same. gonna, wasn't so gonna I'm like, why you. would i yeah. put a dash but nothing else it's because it went to the next yeah <laughs> sorry bella <laughs> no, i'm good. blaming google yeah <laughs> google yeah. um the first house i did with my friend was blood beckoning which is scratch's house and scratch is the main icon i guess you could call their icon this year she's cool she's a girl boss and we did that and i really it was set in like a bookstore which is really fun was that last year i don't think so Ooh, i'm excited in a bookstore and I didn't know that they paced people through the houses. <laughs> and so the people in front of us go and it's like a minute later and we still haven't gone. And I'm like, what are you, what's going on? And we go and it's just us in there. And I, I'm not going to say I hated it because of the house. The house seemed cool from what I saw. Cause I was not looking um, because I didn't watch any of the videos. Cause I like to watch, you know, I like to watch the videos and learn about the scare so I'm not as scared but I didn't watch any of them and I think I just might be cursed at hollow scream because last year even with my no scare necklace love that they have a no scare necklace I got cornered up against a trash can for a couple minutes by a scare actor who wouldn't leave me alone um and then I think it was in blood beckoning it happened the first time it happened again in another house this scare actor, I'm holding on to my friend and I'm like looking down and all of a sudden I feel the scare actor right, like right up against my face. Like oh, his nose is basically in my ear <laughs> and is like screaming into my ear and following us all the way down this hallway. And it happened a couple more times through the night. So that's my, really my only downside, I guess. Um, I might just be cursed. 
Um, but I mean, it was <laughs> good. For the listeners, I just want to confirm the no scare necklace doesn't work in the house, right? It's Correct. just in the scare zones. Correct. Okay. It's, it's just in the scare zones. Obviously, in Which the house, makes sense. I'm fine with getting scared. It's just, it's mostly for the chainsaw because there is a roaming horde of chainsaws. I did not run into them though. Mm. I did not. Um, there's one at the end of a scare zone, um, but he, they didn't bother me because of my necklace. Um, but yeah, they don't work in houses. That kind of defeats the purpose um, of a haunted house because if you don't, you know. Um, yeah. Just slightly, just slightly. Also, just yeah. really quick about the houses. Um, I looked to make sure Siren of the Seas is new, Blood Beckoning is new, and then mm-hmm. the Dead Vines was reimagined this year just mm-hmm. for everyone listening. Yeah. Siren of the Sea was kind of fun. It was like a cruise. Ooh. It's like you're going on a cruise and there's people in like cruise uniforms. Um, that's really all I saw because my best friend told me that there was a chainsaw at the end of the house because there was last year and like one that was there. So the entire time I was like mentally preparing myself for that. So I wasn't really paying attention at all. So I I couldn't tell you what was going on in there. Honestly, I couldn't tell you what was going on in most of these. The vibes were good. um sorry to the viewers that wanted good information on hollow scream um (laughs) (laughs) um they were all fun in deadlines i got like soaked like my face got soaked because there's water sprayers oh my gosh like directly to the face directly to the eyeball captain captain's revenge i did not want to go in that was the second one we did and i almost left the line a couple times but i stayed it was fun. Was it really dark? Because I liked that yes. one last year. Drowned in darkness. That I saw that and I was like, oh. Yeah, because that's like darkness's house. So like all like the sirens have like kind of their own house. Like beneath the ice is frost. Blood beckoning is scratch. I couldn't oh tell gosh. you who siren of the sea is. Captain or drowned in darkness is darknesses. Um, dead vines is hex, the green one. She knows um, the lore. I know. I do. I do. Um. And then that's really all for houses. We mostly spent time in the scare zones. Sea of Fear, the sea monsters. <sighs> the sea monsters. They will follow you. They will follow you. Um, because they're roaming. So they can go anywhere. We had one. It One of them came all the way from the Terrors of the Deep scare zone, um, which is kind of by Mako. Mako. Yeah, and it followed us from the beginning of that scare zone all the way to Monster Stomp. <laughs> and then after Monster Stomp, there was another one there and it followed us all the way to another one. Um, and they they make noises and they're scary. And their faces, their faces like make me like, ugh. <laughs> it works, but ugh. Um, so that's that one. Cargo Carnage was like it was like vampires but like adult vampires like of adult nature like they had like harnesses and like whips and things and I'm like what is going on here um but it was fun I liked like the set like it was it's very much cargo very much like scaffoldings and like construction but then there's also vampires but i don't know how that work really works into a like sea themed event yeah I, it reminds I me 
Adam knows. Ooh. Dracula came on on a boat. He killed the entire crew. Um, like in that story, mm-hmm. that's what he did. So that maybe that's sense. kind of their, their cheeky homage. I love that we all know different lore for different things. Very <laughs> useful. Um, yeah. So that, that one happened. It reminds um, me of the, fun. which we'll talk about later, the vampire-themed house at um, Hollow Scream Tampa. Just I know exactly which it. one you're talking about. Because it's like, we got out of there, and uh, my friends that I were with was like, that was kind of like kinky. They're like, why are they in like leather with gags and stuff? And I was like, yeah. So it sounds kind of like that. That's, it's, uh, That's it's Hollow Scream for you. It's yeah. interesting. Um, Cutthroat Cove was like, Ooh. we... We were both day, my friend and I were both day guests. So we had to go in that way. It's like right by the front, kind of. It's like right by the entrance of the park, not the entrance of the event, because the entrance of the event is at a different location. Um, it was cool. They were just pirates. Was it I super feel like foggy I'm, in there this year? Yes. Yes. That is the part that got me that I'm like, oh my God, when it's Extremely really foggy like that, I'm like, oh, foggy. are. I'm not very good at describing these things, so sorry in advance. Um, but it was fun. They were cool looking pirates. We we were there at opening, obviously, and like it like took a few minutes for them to let us in. So all of them were like lined up against the barricade, <laughs> just like talking to everyone and like heckling. It was kind of fun. Um and awesome. then there's Frozen Terror, which is like kind of by yeah by the entrance of the event there's the sliders like you know that they slide on the pavement in the front and then there's frozen terror and if any of you guys follow the hollow scream socials they've been posting a lot about that really tall guy he is so scary and he makes so many noises and he will just follow you and he's so scary and there weren't real. he was like the only scare actor in there because it's like a really weird place, weirdly placed scare zone. Because then is. you have to walk around um, Bayside Stadium to get to the other one. So like, it's it's weird. Um, Deadly Ambush was there last year. It's the same exact thing as last year. There is a chainsaw. <laughs> it did not scare me though. Whoa. But that one was fun. It's cute. It's campy. Literally. Um, <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literal camp. Campground. <laughs> It's cute though, very foggy, very foggy. And then there's Witchcraft Bayou, which is where the trash can incident happened. <laughs> and it's literally the same exact thing as well, um, which I kind of like. I like how Hollow Scream, Tampa, and now Orlando, since it's their second year, they reuse things and they sometimes will like revamp it. I think it's really fun, like especially for the, like, the more popular houses and scare zones. I like that they redo them. I don't know it's kind of fun but the shows the shows <laughs> well okay so i didn't go see i only saw two of them i didn't go see lurking in the depths because i didn't know that existed are there three um there's four According to the website there's, there's four. four and then there's That's lost so cool. souls hideaway which is a drag show but i can't get in because i'm not 21 oh no oh, no and all right i'm gonna have to go is performing in it oh and I'm totally gonna have to go um it looks so fun so campy i love that they have a drag show inside a horror event like i think that is so and i and at SeaWorld, i think that's iconic that is so iconic yeah I think which one is, is like that? serpentina lost souls hideaway it's right outside of the 
um, Cutthroat Cove Scare Zone. Oh, and really quick before we get into the shows, another thing, 21 plus, because you mentioned that every, well, not, I don't know if it's every scare zone. Some of the scare zones have like a themed bar that goes with the mm-hmm. scare zone, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. And um, we visited those last year with the group I went with and I don't really drink, but it was just kind of cool to see the atmosphere. And I know they mm-hmm. had like themed drinks and things like that. So it's definitely, if you are someone who needs liquid courage, I think that's a cool way to enter <laughs> like incorporate mm-hmm. that because my husband did uh, he gets very scared um yes. as the listeners know but yeah uh it like I just think that's interesting that they do that but okay so the shows that you did do I want to hear about them I did Siren Song which is back from last year and Monster Stomp which is also back from last year and Siren Song starting at that one it's all of the sirens so it's darkness hex flame frost and scratch all of them all girl bosses and queens <laughs> and it's basically it's the same show as last year it's just like going through all the sirens and they're all killing people mm. um but it's just the choreography is so awesome and it's in the round so like they're all around you and like you could like walk around to all the podiums during each of their little section they have characters walking through sometimes like before the show starts it's just it's really fun it's a the music's good it's a good time I think we saw it multiple times because like we just happened to walk up as it's going, but Monster Stomp. Well, uh, Bella, before you get into Monster Stomp, I do have a question <laughs> about Siren Song. Of course, go for it. Is it a Streetmosphere show or is it like in a theater? It's a Streetmosphere show. It's out in the middle. Okay. It's in, um, it's right outside of Altitude. It's not Altitude Burgers anymore. Yeah, it is. I don't know. Whatever that, it's right by Icebreaker. Right outside mm-hmm. Icebreaker. Oh, gotcha. Um, And it's like all these podiums just in a big circle and it's just all right there they Mm -hmm. pull the actors like that they kill like from the audience so So, like it makes it seem like they're like pulling random people spoiler spoiler alert sorry they're not um but (laughs) it's really fun um one of my friends ben is in the show and he made a youtube video because he he's one of the victims in it he made a youtube video i'll have to send it to you of like i got killed at hollow scream orlando (laughs) um i'll have to send it to you that's so um so it's really fun it's also just really fun because like i go to SeaWorld all the time so like all my friends are in entertainment there so like it's fun getting to watch them like do all these fun things that's the only reason why i went to hollow scream because i just wanted to go see my friends be scary and it was fun um but monster stomp I saw it last year. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. <laughs> I did not see it last year. And it is the best night or it is the best Halloween stage show at a horror event ever. Period. End of story. Wow. It is like a rock concert. Like the day. Oh my God. It's live music and live singers. And it's Jack the Ripper. And like they sing like the wake me up inside song and like uh cannibal from kesha and like man eater like it's just it's every every single bop and like girl boss song that you can think of it is in it and the choreography is insane and they have these really awesome percussionists with like these drums and knives and it is insane and it's mesmerizing. Mm. It's just, 
there's no other way to describe it besides insane like it's oh like i can't even like fathom like i can't even put into words how good it is and like we have really like there's really good halloween dance shows like fiends at tampa so good love the fiends and then nightmare fuel that is also incredible but there is something about monster stomp because like it's in nautilus theater so it's in like kind of a smaller theater um they do a lot of stuff in the summer there um so like it feels like a lot more intimate i guess if that makes sense like the like you can sit right up against the stage like there's not like that big gap like at horror nights um i don't know it's just it's so good they and i am a hardcore fiend stan because i've been basically going to it every year since i was 12 so for like a long time um but like they just have so much heart in mm-hmm. monster stuff like they you can tell they are really going for it i literally just got chills so thinking about it no like, it's so true it is unreal and one of my like i had friends in that as well and one of my friends was the live singer the girl singer and it's just it's it there's something about a show having live singers yes. in a theme park it always is just so good that is something very unique about it. The percussionists were probably my favorite part. Like that was they incredible. Were incredible. Like I would go again just for Monster Stomp. Like how that's can it. You go wrong with a Jack the Ripper musical. You no, can't. exactly. You exactly. Can't. Exactly. It's solid. It's, just, it's really solid. I loved it. It's just, it's so good. I don't do you guys have did Adam, do you have any questions about? Hollis from Orlando. I know you went last year, Kelly, or this year. What's your question? I don't want to take away from Adam's question. Oh, no, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't even see. Question. Sorry. All right. I, I have a quick eye. question. I wanted to know if more of the event is open this year. Is that right? Because, like, last year, not more of the event, but like last year when I went, like, half of the park pretty much was closed off. Like, Manta oh, wasn't there. Yeah. It's definitely, it feels a lot bigger this year. Okay. Because there's more houses this year. Hmm um you know i didn't even notice that that's true yeah okay um there's more scare zones this year i can't really think of where like i can't really think in relation to the map like what is open because i literally only go to one part of SeaWorld during the day so (laughs) i only know that half of the park um i think there's there's definitely more open on the other side because like i walked the entire event like three or four times last year because it was okay so yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot. And it's definitely they're definitely not doing COVID restrictions. No, yeah. No, no, definitely not. They are right up on you, as I explained. As you explained, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Adam. Did you have any questions yeah. about the event or anything? Well, I wasn't planning to go, but the way you're talking about monster stuff. You have to. You really- have to. Like, if you think about it, you're basically paying for a Broadway show at that point, you know, exactly. like or exactly. a trash center show. So that got me really intrigued. And you said there's a bookshop house or a house that takes place in a yeah, bookshop? Yeah, Blood Beckoning. You, it's it's like her secret hideout is in a bookshop. Oh, uh, that sounds so fascinating, man. Ugh. It's so cool. <laughs> I might have to might have I, to go at the last minute. I wasn't planning on going this year either. Um, I don't know if it's still there, but there was a Groupon for it. So I, that's how I decided to go and I went to Tampa with that as well um so a friend of and I a friend and me are going on Friday um 
but it, I just love that a lot of it's like nautical theme just by design because mm-hmm. yeah. those are always like some of my favorite houses. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I'm super excited to go and I will definitely tell you guys a little more on my thoughts after I go this weekend. One yeah. of the weirdest things that I like, it's not weird. It was just like startling, but in dead vines, obviously you're walking in from like the road. Um, and then it all of a sudden transitions into fake grass, like golf course grass. And I, it scared me so bad because it was like the change in texture and like feeling it was so weird, but it was kind of fun. Also, the lines are never long, which was really nice. The longest we waited was 20 minutes for blood beckoning at the start of the event because we were just waiting for the houses to open. That's a lot better than Tampa. Tampa was pretty pretty packed yeah Yeah, i've been hearing a lot about the wait times kind of i've I've heard the events been kind of empty this Mm -hmm. year and i don't know if that's a reflection of the quality event it sounds like it's not it's just Mm -mm. probably because it's newer and it's at sea world and it feels sea world's a a massive park so that's probably having something to do with the feel of it because even when i go to sea world on a normal day which isn't often but when i do like it never feels uber crowded Maybe there's like a couple of choke points, but that park is so big. You could probably have, you know, the entirety of Hollywood Studios in there. And it still feels like 100%. there's still room to spare. Um, what did you say your favorite? I don't know. You probably you might have said this. I don't know. Um, but what was your like favorite house and your favorite zone? Like, what would you say like among those is like this is worth the price of admission? Um, maybe for houses, blood beckoning, because like at the last scene is really cool. It ties in Siren Song. It's oh, really cool. Yeah, like scratches cool. in there, and like scratches in there, and like she's in a cage, and like it's so cool. It's very loud. Like you could hear it like walking like right next <laughs> to the house. Like it's so loud because it's like in a store that they hollowed out, and like it's just like tarp or like plywood covering like the doors yeah so like you can still hear it um either blood beckoning uh, yeah blood beckoning for the house i think for scare zone deadly ambush Mm. even though it has a chainsaw it's just it's really long it's a big scare zone but it's really fun because like you can like talk to them like someone came up to me and they were like hope you enjoyed your stay and i was like i didn't and he was like, well, it, like we were like going off like back and forth about it. Um, I don't know. I just think we talked about it with Sir Henry's, but any haunt event that has live actors instead of like voice triggers. Yeah. Voice triggers are great. They're fun. Mm-hmm. Given up, they've Horror Nights has given us some really funny ones, but there's something about live talking in a, in a haunted house. That's so good. It, may, it makes it feel more, like, authentic and real, if that makes any sense. No, yeah, totally. But yeah. Definitely sounds I'm like it. Because this is, like, the most detail I've heard about the event. I've heard people, like, yeah. say great things about the event, but mostly, like, you know, Twitter sound bites and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. this is it's so good. good. Or I'm obsessed with Jack the Ripper now. Or Beneath yeah. the Ice should be House of the Year. It's so long and so scary and so dark. But, like, hearing you talk about it now and... You know, even with Kelly, you know, Kelly, you're bringing your two cents too from last year. Like, it really sounds really fascinating. And I think having done something more intimate like Sir Henry's um, after doing the big corporate at Universal, kind of this having like 
it's so fresh and so new so it still has that i don't want to say indie feel but like the more intimate feel oh, while it does. also having the the corporate name on it and having the mythology that's what's now like really fascinating me now is like the mythology is really woven into like mm-hmm. the show and the house and you know even this the gimmick that beneath the ice is an abandoned bad simulator ride <laughs> you know it used to be wild arctic um literally rest in peace, peace snowman taylor um but uh... <laughs> and like i love how like they have like their own take on the icon thing like how four nights has an icon it's always going to be one of the siren last year was darkness like i said this year scratch i'm excited to see who they do next year because like the sirens are on everything like they had billboards last year mm-hmm. they're on all of like the drink pouches like they have blood bags and like uh jello shot syringes like they're everywhere so i think i don't know and their their marketing team and their social media team is also really good yeah they are fantastic yeah SeaWorld's media team is good so they definitely know how to market the event. It's definitely sad it's not as busy um, because it's genuinely really good for only their second year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you had a great time. It sounds really interesting. And I think now, whether it's like this last week of Halloween, and if you're listening to the show, maybe like, you know, you're like, oh, I'm in Orlando. I might as well go. It's the last night. Um, I'm definitely, this is on my list to do at some point in the near future. So just for the bookstore and Monster Stomp. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like you said, bookstore. You said Monster Stomp. That's one of the best Halloween shows, if not live shows you've seen in the theme park lately. And that mythology with the five sirens. Like that's kind of tickling all my my boxes and stuff. Like that's that's some good stuff. <laughs> it's so good. You will not be disappointed. I can't wait. All right. Well, if you guys want to hear me talk about tampa next yes we can get into it so um hello scream tampa i will say so the um, I don't remember the exact prices. I could pull it up, but I'm sure it's different every night. But the express passes were pretty expensive, so we didn't get them. Um, we didn't get to do everything. And I feel like part of that goes into, I was also with some, I usually use the term non-theme park people where they're not going like all the time. So I think if it was just me and like my husband or me and people who regularly go to theme parks, we could have definitely like hit everything, but we were kind of wandering more. So mm-hmm. with the wandering and they wanted to go on some of the rides as well, because they don't usually get to go on them. Um, we did only do uh, three of the houses. We were supposed to do four, but which of the woods, um, there was an incident that happened. I have no idea what happened, but there were people signing waivers. Wow. So something happened and they kind of just had an undetermined amount of time where we would have had to be waiting. So we just left. Um, I assume somebody got hurt. I don't know if it was on what side or anything, but anyway, so I have no idea what happened, but something happened there. So we only did three, but I have done all of the houses um, because I did the new, um, I did the new house, the Stranglewood Estate. And then I did um, the residence home for the holidays, which was very, you know, it was an updated house, but I feel like sometimes the updated houses don't have huge changes. That was very different from last year. Um, I didn't get to do Death Water Bayou, but that house has been around, like, I feel like 
since it's for years since I was in middle school yeah. I think so <laughs> I've it's been there for a long time so I and I did do it last year when I don't remember if they introduced the werewolves last year or the year before I don't know but I've been there I feel like it can't be that different I've done it a lot and then um I did do witch of the woods last year and oh and I oh we did the forgotten as well so we did yeah that was the third house okay anyway um so well I guess I'll start with the houses so the first one we did was the forgotten which was the kinky vampires (laughs) Um, vampires what else do you need (laughs) my friends were like they were really scared but then they were like oh like it's like the um the squidward sound when he's (laughs) oh no they're hot (laughs) (laughs) so it was like oh like there's like a like there are like several rooms where you hear a guy like screaming like and there's supposed to be like a ball gag in his it's very it's interesting um (laughs) everyone is hysterically (gasps) laughing on mute right now um (laughs) um thank you guys for laughing at my spongebob references that's like literally (laughs) that's all i could think of no it's so true and you're so real and valid for that like (laughs) i was saying the same thing going through the kinky vampire bat scares on up here Literally. the whole time i was like what <laughs> why are they wearing leather what is going on um it was it was a, a cool house i don't know it was the first one we did and we walked out of it and i feel like all of us looked at each other like what just happened um <laughs> i didn't find it as scary as the other two but it was it was a good time it was an interesting I bet. Time. they had some solid scares though like <laughs> Um, they they had a good mirror scare which is my favorite and then they had like some people you know they had some of those rooms where you can't tell who the scare actor is which I really like as well or like ones where people were very well blending into the wall you know they're wearing all black and then there's a black wall or something like that so they had a lot of like really solid scares but all in all the whole time I was just like what is what is going on why are they why are what is this um so it was wild they're hot (laughs) <laughs> the, the residence home for the holidays was really cool because I did the residence house last year and it's kind of like I don't have the exact description in front of me I guess I should but basically the vibe that I got was rich people in a house mm. and you're going into the, like their mansion thing and they're not happy that you're there so this, I don't know exactly what the plot is, but it's something along those lines. And this with the home for the holidays, they like there were Christmas lights all throughout it in the line. They're playing like Christmas songs and like kind of like distorting it a little bit. And and there's Christmas lights all out on the facade. And it was just really good. But I thought it was just gonna be like, oh, they added Christmas lights. No, they did a lot of theming in there. There is a belching and farting Santa for some reason in one of the rooms. Giving Pumpkin Lord. It is giving Pumpkin Lord. It was one of the weirdest and funniest things I've ever seen in the house. I was like, what? And it and it's like obviously sound triggers, but I was like, what is this? Imagine and it if was it wasn't. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> they would need a raise because it would be <laughs> intense and also gross. <laughs> but it was it was really solid i liked it a lot more than i did because i love like spooky christmas because i feel like 
like when you go to you know Christmas events it's all like it's all very you know Christmas like it's very nice and fun and sweet and lovely so anytime I can have like a spooky Christmas thing where they're like taking this wonderful fun thing and distorting it I love that speaking of spooky Christmas you know how Bush Gardens yeah Bush Gardens is Christmas town yeah yeah when I was a little kid I think they had Christmas haunted houses because I remember going into this thing and it was like some whatever candy canes out of five on the scary meter or whatever interesting i think that's what that was i'll have to i'll look into it after we're finished filming and stuff but i think that's what it was also speaking of spooky christmas david harbour is going to be spooky santa yes and you better watch out i'm I'm so excited excited for that yeah but i love spooky christmas (laughs) spooky christmas for the win yeah it was it was a fun time that house was there were some solid scares but that one was definitely the most fun um i'll talk before i get to my favorite house i'll talk really quick about the ones that i didn't do this year listen i loved death water bayou so much when i first did it i have done it so many times now i do like the werewolves but it's just it's not as good as the werewolf in london houses obviously Mm -hmm. from universal um so you know it's just it's just it's they need to retire it i assume that it's called the final phase i assume this is the last time they're doing this house and they're going to retire it and i think that's for the best but it is like if you've never done it it's a really solid house i just feel like i've memorized it at this point because i've been doing it for like 13 years i feel like so it's good i mean it's it's got two subtitles so i mean it's gotta be it does you know it's gotta be big this year (laughs) yeah i wish i could tell you more about it but i did it last year with the werewolves and the werewolves were a cool addition but also like why are there wolves? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it was just kind of let's do something different here. So you can keep the werewolves if you want, but let's take it out of the bayou. This is too too much at this point. Um, Death Water Bayou. This time it's personal. <laughs> <laughs> um, which of the woods is freaky from last year? Unfortunately, I didn't do it this year. I don't think there were any changes, or at least not any significant changes, because they didn't consider it a revamped house or anything. Um, I just remember it being dark. And uh, the witch was like really, really cool. And I don't remember if she was like an icon last year or what, but I just remember she was very prevalent in the marketing and it was a really cool house. I mean, I don't have a lot to say because it's not fresh in my mind anymore, but it was scary. Um, Speaking of scary, Stranglewood Estate. Let me tell you about it. I, this is a very theatrical house. Um, Like I was talking about, I loved Final Cut at Sir Henry's. I love a theatrical house. This was okay wow I was waiting and they did the thing that they did to you Bella where they let the other people in and then they waited like a minute for us to be able to go in or a minute and 30 seconds it was way too long when I was standing there and I agreed to go first in this house unfortunately and Kevin and I are the kind of people that uh run through the house basically like not literally but I I I want to see things but I also am scared so I'm like speed walking by design so we were walking fast enough that people behind us did not catch up to us, like our friends. And um, we, it was just me and Kevin, basically, going through this ghost house. Now, I don't know if this was just so they could see us or if it was part of the scare. So there's the dividers, like the black dividers, like the plastic ones. They would take it while the, while we're there, like, I don't know, 10 feet away from us, peel them back, like peek out and look at us and then hide 
and go back into their spots. So we would just, it really, it was a very scary and solid ghost house. The whole time I was talking to Kevin, I was like, I I want to be out of here. I hate it. I hate it. And then I went out and I was like, that was one of the best houses I've done because it's so (laughs) well done. That was me in Universal Monsters this past weekend. Yes. Oh man. Scary. That was scary. I loved that house. Um, but yeah so like I feel like literally every scene they're like peeking out looking at us but it didn't seem like it was like oh there's people coming it was like very like in character and it's like they're haunting and they're just like floating around basically it was the scariest thing there were so many super well done scares it was theatrical they I like a ghost house but I feel like kind of it can be hard to do because just by design of what ghosts are they nailed it with like the haunted and ghost feel it was a pretty dark house as far as like the lighting and things like that but they didn't do a ton of strobe effects or anything like that it was just kind of like a dimly lit house and that's just how it is the whole time which I kind of like when they have limited lighting effects like I think they have a good place in a house but I think we talked about before like I don't love when there's a ton of strobe effects this I don't remember any strobe if there was any I don't know. I was apparently too scared, but it was just like really (laughs) solidly done ghost house. And I loved it. And going through by ourselves was scary, but I think that was for the best. I I assume they timed it that way because some of the other houses, we would still see people a little bit in front of us. It wasn't as separated. I'm glad they separated as much as they did because it really added to the feel of the house. But if you want to be scared, I hope they have that house again next year because I loved it so much. It was great. Um. Oh, and I did Iron Gwazi for the first time. Oh. I feel like we should have like a whole coasters episode probably, but that probably. was wild. That was, that is one of the craziest rides in Florida. Like that was crazy. And we had a, a single rider spot next to us. So we had, um, it had just hit seven o'clock when the event starts, when we were getting onto the ride. And so we had someone riding with us. So I think they were like an asylum person. And uh, Oh yeah, I forgot they do that. Yeah. Oh, they do that where they're riding with you. Some of the characters are riding with you if you have an open spot. And we had someone who chickened out on the ride. She does not like roller coasters. So um, they came on and sat next to him. And uh, I guess she was talking to him in like a normal voice. And then she's like, yeah, it's based on like this, this species of alligator or something. And she goes, and there's this roll that's like a really tight roll that goes like this. And then she goes in character, it's called the death roll. <laughs> 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 oh my god then she was like i hope you guys are screamers and it was just very like funny like she had all these little one-liners to throw in there i was like i cannot i love roller coasters i can't imagine riding the same one over and over again that they're just waiting for a spot to pop in i'm like that is i don't know how how long they do that at a time that's intense but that was cool that that they have yes yeah crazy ride um but that was cool and then just real quick on the scare zones um Raven's Mill is the scarecrow one and it's like um as you're walking towards Sheikra like past those like bird aviaries I think mm-hmm. if you're coming from that direction I did not know the scare zone was going to be there and that one was scary because it was very claustrophobic and it's like that all the actors did a really solid job in that one and we were basically running through it um the junkyard I didn't do this year but I th- assume it's the same where it's a one-way scare zone um, which they started during 2020 when they had a limited event where I don't think they had any houses and I went that year yeah. and that was 
a really good scare zone because it almost feels kind of like something like Sir Henry's, but not as um, much of a, like, you know, like Sir Henry's is a little bit different because it's really more like a house, I would say, but it's kind of like an in-between of like a Sir Henry's type of thing and a scare zone because it's more intimate and it is one way and and you kind of are a little bit more spaced out. And then um, I don't remember the In the Shadows one. I don't know if we went through there. I know it's like cryptids um, or the Skeleton Crew Ghost Pirates. So I don't, I just don't know if we went through those or if maybe they were like, oh, we did go through the Pirates one. It wasn't as good as the one at SeaWorld. I really like their Pirate Scare Zone. So just don't remember it as well. But the shortcut is like a graveyard thing and you're going through a graveyard and they're all dressed in like all black. And it's supposed to be like a shortcut through a graveyard it is very scary because you can barely see them. Um, they had a voodoo scare zone, which was good. Um, like, you know, very uh, Death Water Bayou vibes, I guess, with that. And then Beyond the Veil was so cool. It was like trippy. Like, I guess it's like fairies and like orcs and, and stuff like that it was trippy. It felt like I was like going into like Alice in Wonderland kind of world. Like there were colors, there was bubbles. I assume this was new this year because I have not seen it before. Um, there was like fog effects. Like there's like this huge bubble machine where everyone was like playing with bubbles while like people are coming out and scaring them. It was really cool. Um, that was my favorite for sure. Cause it was just trippy. And it was also scary. Like I was trying to take a video of it and someone got me really good that I did not <laughs> see. And I'm just screaming in the video. Um, it was, it was very fun. So they did a good job with the scare zones this year. I feel like they weren't all super memorable, but the, for me personally, but the ones that were memorable, I absolutely loved like the scarecrows and um, the on the veil and the shortcut one and junkyard from last year. We didn't, since that was a one way we, would have had to go out of our way and we were really kind of trying to hit the houses so we didn't do yeah. it but that's really good too i saw on their website they said something about hidden scare zones and hordes were they roaming hordes um there were roaming hordes so there were these there were these guys that were like they had chainsaws so they had roaming the, they were like Bella. dressed as normal people yes they looked like i saw that on people. tiktok they just I looked saw like, it on tiktok it looked like like just your uncle walking around in a t-shirt with like a chainsaw it was like <laughs> it was really spooky because I didn't expect it I know in past years they've had where they're pushing like a trash can and they're just dressed up as like custodial and they will hit a button and something will pop out of the trash can mm -hmm. same thing with like a stroller I didn't see any of that this year but I love that they have people that just look like normal people that was the only one I remember seeing but they definitely did have roaming hordes this year and that was I, I always like when they have that when we saw it it was over by Shikra but I know that they move around so yeah that was cool. I like how at Bush Gardens they have scare actors right outside the entrance and then in line while you're waiting to scan your ticket yes which I is love really it neat. yeah and we did early because I did not know this that you can get in I think it's at five o'clock with your ticket so we went in early and we went on a couple rides before the event started so that was um we didn't get to see a lot of that but I do like that they get the scare started early like that is a mm -hmm. good decision i think that's cool yeah so yeah it was a really solid event this year it was fun i've uh, been going to that event for a long time i think this year was one of the better years in recent years because i feel like they did some really cool 
theming as far as like icons like in the beginning years like the raven twins and they had um like a year where it was like 13 something and there were all these different icons so I hope that they go back to something like that because I didn't feel like there was much of a cohesive theme throughout the event or like a specific icon that I like if there was one I didn't really notice so definitely hope that they kind of go back to that but as far as like each of the um scare zones in the houses it was all really solid the one thing that really stunk was I went um the weekend after the hurricane passed through here and luckily we got very lucky in the Tampa Bay area as far as the hurricane because we were really worried about that but I don't know what happened but they had all of the shows closed yeah Um, I was just gonna ask yeah so I didn't get to do any of the shows I really wanted to do that 50 50 choose your fate show because it's on all the like marketing and it just looks really cool so I hope someone's got a good YouTube video of that and I'll have to watch that later but yeah yeah, we did like some sort of game show type thing so I I was curious like if they're doing that like is it like a legit game show or is it like scripted but with a game show theme that's what I'm wondering so I'm gonna have to look that up because unfortunately we didn't get to do that that was the one show that I really wanted to do um and then fiends I do every year and I always really enjoy that so I'll probably have to watch that as well because um they do little changes to it but there's always like pop culture references and everything I know this year it was Vegas themed right yes because I know last year was as well so I think they kept that and I loved it because they brought it to so I've been going they used to have I don't know if they still have this but they used to have something called Fright Feast where you can pay an extra amount and you get Mm -hmm. in um a little bit early to the event and you go you get like a buffet dinner in oh I don't know Bush Gardens well enough the the it's one of the restaurants Pantopia, the pantopia grill yes yes Home of the I stage. Believe that's the one yeah and so they mm. have the stage and so they used to do fiends in there and then it would be there throughout the night yeah and you would get um a wristband and you could go um in the fast pass lane for the first hour of the event so we would run and do all the houses real quick and then we'd kind of focus on rides after so that was great i would i hope they still have that and then i know they kept doing the event for a while until covid um in 2020 but they or not the event, but the add-on, but they changed it to like a magic show and they would do like other shows in there. And then they brought Fiends to um, the bigger stage by Shikra. And then now they have it at the big outdoor stage, I believe, mm-hmm. at least they did last year where they- Yeah, that's what they have when have I Have like the concerts, yeah. So Behind it's Quasi. really grown. Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. exactly. So it's really grown a lot, which I think is really cool. Um, I assume the 50-50, I think the Choose Your Fate show was um, by Tigress in that you know tigress and Sheikra in the middle there i can't mm. think of what that theater is called but stanley theater maybe that would make sense because it's that would make yeah, yeah. I, i'm a bush gardens annual pass holder but i hardly go <laughs> so I, I don't know it too well anymore but I, that sounds about right i don't know the names very well at bush gardens for like things other than rides so yeah. i'm not sure about that but i think that's where that was so yeah fiends has grown a lot and i think that's a great show but i was excited mm-hmm. to see the new one so hopefully either they do it next year or they have something equally as interesting and cool because i do like the shows at hollow scream tampa a lot but uh if you can splurge for express i think it's definitely worth it at tampa at least because it sounds like orlando had shorter lines mm-hmm. um and they did last year when i went as well but even though Orlando is like a super solid event, I think it's definitely worth going. Maybe Express isn't as necessary unless you want to ball out. But Tampa, I think you either have to have like a really solid plan or get Express. You know, I mean, if you've got like solid, like quote unquote theme park people, as I say, and like people that like 
are willing to like, yeah, let's go, go, go. We're going to do this. We have a plan. I think you can definitely do everything you want to do. Um, but if you're kind of just perusing or you're not used to the event, I would say if you can pay for express, it's definitely going to be worth it because the express lines were so short. It's not like Halloween Horror Nights where they're still pretty long. Everything, like if you're going express, you're getting right on the ride or um, house. At least from the night that I went and I went on a Saturday in October. So that was partially my fault. (laughs) And it was so busy. It's the one like downside I think that I have with Hollister Tampa is that all of the shows are outside. And that just comes into play with the hurricane because, I mean, the stage was downed and like now it's back up. But, like, I feel like there's, like, better ways just to do that. I feel like there's just some, I mean, obviously, you can't really, like, prepare for a big natural disaster such as a hurricane. Sure. Um, It's kind of like you're kind of on crunch time with a hurricane because they can do so many things. But I feel like there's a better way for them to do Fiends because it is such a popular show. It will always keep coming back. I don't think they'll ever get rid of it. I hope they don't. Um, because great. my friends up here will go down there just to go see Fiends. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a classic. It's so good. You know, I think, and I mentioned this when I went to the event, but I just remembered. I think a big part of the lines too when I went though were because there's no shows to be like people eaters and, and oh, have yeah. people waiting for. I mean, they have four shows, I think. So when you have all those shows, it, it really like holds a lot of people so I think that was a big part of it too. Maybe if the shows, um, because I usually don't have any problems with lines at Hollis in Tampa, but this year was pretty crazy. I think part of it was that the shows were closed too. So um, it's one of those things where I don't know if it's any cheaper to buy them in advance, but you could always wait to buy Express to see if the lines are long enough to do so. But yeah, I mean, without those shows, that was rough. So yeah, but it was still a really fun event. I'm glad we went as- if only for Stranglewood Estate, to be honest, and Home for the Holidays was cool too. But Stranglewood Estate was fantastic. And, and one of my favorite houses I've done this year, um, it was just really solid. And they did a, a good job with that, especially the actors. They killed it. So, yeah. yeah. Now, I've seen a lot of hype for Stranglewood Estate. Not mm-hmm. so much the other things, but definitely Stranglewood. So I was very curious to hear what your thoughts on that were. And I'm very happy that it. a ghost house of all things is like what killed it this year. Ghost it's ghosts go one way or the other like they can just oh look it's, it's spooky or could be like this is i want to run and cry right now so i'm mm-hmm. glad it was the latter and not the yeah they did a ghost house one year oh, gosh called like behind the walls or within the walls i don't know something with walls and i remember there was a part where you had to crawl and there, mm. there's like a white like like i don't know like sheets but they're blowing air in it so that it's touching you like and like they're like their hands were across it oh absolutely not they do a good job apparently with ghost house i don't they remember made you crawl house, but... in a haunted house at an event yeah i don't think they do that anymore but that was crazy well i saw something online that someone said that they made them crawl in stranglewood but i did not so i don't know if that was something that was earlier in the event this year or later because they were like oh yeah it was really scary especially when i crawled and i was like what and this was before i went i was in line and i was like the oh, casual no. mention of it so i don't know but yes i there were a couple there was another event um oh my gosh the scariest house i've ever done there was called zombie mortuary and they I did that, that also movie. for like 10 years like it was there for a long time because it was i hated it because it was so scary but it was a great house and there was a part where there was like a 
and they're holding up like a um a tomb like a, I don't know like something a casket a word popped in my brain and it's like you know um something stationary is holding it up and they make you like go under it you don't have to crawl but you have to like lean down under it and mm. then there's like a noise or something in it and oh it was scary so they do a lot of like, interactive stuff I feel like they haven't as much in the past few years unless maybe Stranglewood had it and I didn't get to do that I don't know but spooky crawling is very freaky mm-hmm. reminds me of uh you guys remember when they did alone do you did you hear about hear that? Where was it like the only... extra charge house at mm-hmm. Bush? Was it at Bush? Yeah. Oh boy, I became like a obsessed with it. I never did it, but I li- I watched videos of. The, you can't really do a video walkthrough, but it was like they had the phone like in their pocket, getting the audio, and they'd have like some still pictures and then explain it. I was like obsessed with it, and I wanted to know everything about it because there can only be up to four people, and apparently it's one of the scariest things they've ever done. And there were parts where you had to crawl there, but it was based on like like Daedalus and like the lab is it Daedalus and like the labyrinth and stuff um or maybe. I don't know it's, oh it's... oh the Greek mythology yes. maybe maybe it was I, like a Greek mythology I knew the guy who actually did do it now that you're talking about it, I remember him being like oh yeah I did that it's cool yeah I think he finished it um Ooh. he didn't seem super phased but I think he had just been through a lot of haunts in his life at that point yeah mm-hmm. um so it that could have been like... based off the Greek myth probably like 2014 I would have been phased at the time that it came out and then they did another one called something like the experiment I think and I did all kinds of research on these and I wish they would bring something like that that back because I don't know if I would do it now but I would definitely be much more likely to do it now than I would have when I was younger mm-hmm. and I know that had a lot of specifically alone had a lot of like crawling portions and I know the first year they did it like if you completed it by yourself you got a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> and oh scary so yeah I don't know I think it's cool that they do that kind of stuff there but I think maybe they've done less of it because of how much more crowds there have been in recent years with haunts and things like that at corporate haunts. So yeah. anyway, yeah, it was really spooky and solid and I liked the event. It's good. Yeah. You can try to tell too if, you're, if you've been listening to the show, like there are so many different flavors of Halloween yes. um, at our at the theme parks for one, but also just things like sir henry's that are smaller that are it's literally on an access road you know like you have to seek some of these things out but they offer the different flavors whether it's intimacy or production or mythology and lore or just like they do a good show so it's really interesting because like i started doing haunts in 2019 like i started really late i guess i guess your 20s isn't late but you know what i mean (laughs) no yeah i get you yeah, started it started late with with Halloween Horror Nights, and then everyone's like, "Oh well, if you've done Halloween Horror Nights, you really don't need to do anything else." But like branching onto Sir Henry's this year and hearing how Hallow Scream's not necessarily like better or worse, it's just a different flavor. And mm-hmm. from what it sounds like, it's a pretty tasty flavor. And like growing up next to Bush Gardens, I mean not right next, but like in the neighborhood of Bush Gardens, like. Mm-hmm. Hallow Scream is always popping up on like billboards and stuff. And like as a casual observer, I go into the Wikipedia page and look up who's the icon this year, what's the new store, what's the theme. I'd hear like the dark side of the guard. I was just thinking the that. radio all the time. <laughs> yes. That was my favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then stop doing themes and icons for a while. Oh, um they gotta bring that back. I think they should. I I go if they grab new icon. Like, I don't know. It's it's fun to hear all the these different things, and I hope like the viewers who are 
or listener, I guess the listeners who are listening, <laughs> I got to make sure you get to say the right one, um, <laughs> that if they're just getting into haunts or they've done the same haunt every year, of course, it depends on your budget and whatnot. But I hope this episode has given you some idea of, and this season has given you some ideas of like other ways you can branch out and new experiences you can have and not necessarily think of these as like, well, you know, Hallow Scream is better than Sir Henry's or what, you know, however combination you have of it. I'll only do that one. You know, this is the only one that matters. I think that's probably a better mm-hmm. way to put it. this is the only one that matters. It's like, there's different ways to scare yourself. Like there's different horror movies out there. There's different theme parks and roller coasters. And like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I, I know just, what you're trying to say. I get yeah. it. I think it's just like a interesting thing. I think that's one of the great things about this industry that we love is that the creativity is so evident no matter how it's executed and they execute them. They execute themselves. They execute mm. their events in so different and fun ways. Mm-hmm. And I think it's totally worth doing and mm-hmm. branching out. It's like, it's one Thank of those you. things as far as um, budgeting. And I'm glad you mentioned that because there are a lot of haunts and it's hard to, to fit all of them in your budget. So I feel like the thing to do is, you know, do um, some research or like look up what kind of you know, haunts each ones are like, if you're looking for scary, I think Sir Henry's is a really solid way to do that on a budget. Um, and it's also like a fabulous production value for what you're paying. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for, um, you know, like the, the shows and kind of more of the, the interactive elements in that way, like Hallow Scream, both options are really good for different reasons. And then, um, you know, Halloween Horror Nights is one of those things that's like always going to be um, expensive, but if you really like the event or you really like you know, one of the um, IPs that are coming there or something really speaks to you um, with that. There are ways to do it cheaper if you want to go multiple times, you know, if you want to get one of the passes, like I like the rush of fear a lot and I'll go in September and I'll go a ton in September. And then in October, I'll do some of the more local haunts or the other haunts Mm -hmm. that are in the area. Smaller. I mean, I don't, Hallow Scream is only a little bit smaller. Well, I don't know if that's true, but you know, it, it is a smaller event, even though it's still a corporate event. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's other haunts too. Like I know um, if you're in Orlando, Scream and Stream um, mm-hmm. is a drive through I did haunt. that in 2020. Yeah. And it's cool because you're paying um, based on the car. And I don't know the exact, you know, how many passengers and things like that. But if you want to get a group together, that's a cool thing that you can do. So yeah, there's a lot of really solid haunts that are um good to support and you know make sure you do your research on that as well but any of the ones that we talk about will be good um yeah but, <laughs> yeah or at least as far as we know as far as we know yeah yeah because i mean I can't things come out that. after the fact and all that but absolutely you want to try to basically be as we'll only as you can yeah we'll only talk about the ones that we personally all have of them except that single nice. one the, yeah the one haunt event in florida we have not talked about and will not talk about <laughs> yeah Mm-mm. Mm-mm. um oh and what was the one i heard petrified forest is good petrified forest i've heard is cool i definitely need to try that next year because i won't have time this year um and there was another one that's a, a drive-through thing that's oh maybe it's scream and stream actually i think that's what i'm thinking of. but now it's like in a mall but i don't think mm-hmm. it was originally i did that last year because i won an instagram um thing where we got to go for free and it was yeah. really cool Very it was cool. fun scary there was a couple of ones that really got me i was like i'm in a car they can't scare me but i would be looking at one thing and then they'd come at me from another side they love what they do there i went in 2020 their first year doing it Mm -hmm. and i sat in the front seat and 
<laughs> there was one point where I'm like all the way down at the bottom of the chair with my feet like up because he was like the guy was like right here and I just like kept trying to get away and they just keep coming back at me because I was in the front and that was my first that was before I did Howl Scream that was before I did Aww. Horror Nights so that was like my first like experience with any of it it was fun but they love what they do we there. also waited really cool. forever to get in so yes hopefully they have a better system because it was so bad we almost did not get in and we drove an hour and a half to go okay so the same thing happened to us we drove an hour and a half to go and we waited forever in line but there is if you have some extra money to spend there is a vip option where you can literally get in pretty much immediately and they also give you some extra things as well i don't remember exactly what it was but they gave you like some goodies like i think there was like a bumper sticker and like a token and things like that um I think it probably would have been worth it, but we were like, no, we won this for free. We're going for free. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so we we didn't end up paying for it, but I think it would have been worth it because we waited a long time. So mm-hmm. I think that's definitely something to consider. And maybe if you can go on, like, again, we went on a Saturday because just with my work schedule, that works best for us. Maybe if you can go on a Sunday or I don't know which days of the week they do it, but like not a Friday or Saturday, it would be a little mm-hmm. bit better. I'm not sure. But yeah, that was a fun event as well. So and I haven't done it this year either. Um, the only ones I've done this year are the ones we talked about today. So yeah, I definitely agree with Adam. There's a lot of different things. Um, Hello Scream at Tampa and Orlando usually has a Groupon, or at least they have the past two years. Mm-hmm. So you can get that's tickets for so for so cheap. If yep. you buy online, they're half the price. Even if you're not a pass holder, yes. it's half the price to buy online. That's Always. true. So yeah, definitely. Um, if you have any questions too about haunts, um, even mm-hmm. if it's not one we mentioned, usually we know somebody who who's been or something. So if you guys ever have any questions, definitely message us on Twitter or or how. Comment below on contact. YouTube if you're listening on yeah. YouTube. YouTube, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course on your podcast platforms. I mean, we yes. don't have any place to comment, but we're glad that you're listening and subscribing and mm-hmm. and all that jazz. But yeah, and our our theme park workshop socials on Instagram, it's theme park workshop. And on Twitter, it's at WorkshopTP. Follow us and, and tweet us these questions, message us, and you can message us individually. And if one of us doesn't know, we'll probably redirect you to the other one. I think, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think Kelly probably knows all. <laughs> Kelly knows I've been doing everything. This, I've been doing this since I was 12. So this is, I, <laughs> I love horror things for sure. Yeah, just, we don't bite. So feel free. And I don't know why I share the YouTube um, link every week that we do this like every week that an episode releases in my bio and i forgot somehow that yeah you guys can comment on youtube duh um, <laughs> but anyway yeah reach out to us any way you want we're happy to talk about all things theme parks and haunts or things not theme parks and haunts yeah if you just want to say hi yeah it's true if we want to talk about know. taylor swift's new album <gasps> dms are open and will stay open fair warning that i will not shut up about taylor swift's new oh, album it's if so you message good. me it's me. No, Hi. I'm, I'm the problem. Forever. It's me. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that on this show, I'm not a lone kid and I never have been. Um, <laughs> oh, that hurt. Oh, no. oh, that hurt. That was good, though. Thank you. Thank you. I've only listened to like five of the songs so far. So I'm like quickly going through the lyrics that I can remember trying to think of a good reference at this moment. Mm, that was good. Yeah, thank that you. Was solid. Great. But yeah, we're about to go into the Patreon exclusive segment. So I think this is a good point to wrap up the main show. As I said, I'm not alone, but my name's Adam. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam J underscore film. Follow me there. I 
I've been tweeting a lot about haunts lately, and I'll probably tweet a bunch about other theme park things along the way. I've, I was the movie guy, now I'm the theme park guy. So how about <laughs> that? Yeah, follow me there. As I said, follow the show on uh, Instagram at Theme Park Workshop. Follow us on Twitter at Workshop TP. And Bella and Kelly, where can the people follow you? You can follow me on Twitter, killer underscore Kells with an S, or on Instagram, Kelly D. Hoffman, and that's Kelly with an extra E. And you can find me on Twitter at Bella Harvey with two Ys, and then over on Instagram at Flynn Riders Knows. Do you guys watch She-Hulk real quick or they, where she's like, no. I don't know what she says, something like there's an extra E, but it's not where you think. It is where you think. It's K-E-L-L-E-Y. <laughs> <laughs> She-Hulk was great. That's another episode, but She-Hulk was great. Watch She-Hulk if you're listening to this. It's very fun and meta and silly, and I loved it. And the haters are wrong, and it has Megan Thee Stallion in it. <laughs> true. This is true. <laughs> so anyway... Happy Halloween, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing, liking, commenting, messaging, all that jazz. Uh, And we will see you next time for our Halloween Horror Nights 31 rankings slash final review. We hope to see you. Thanks, Nick. Tonight, have fun. Bye.